We have an enormous supernatural task ahead of us. Why would we not seek supernatural power? It is strange to us. But how has our reality served us to this point? He brings us into the presence of Christ and makes all things known to our feeble human heart. He brings conviction of sin. He's a restrainer of evil. He's the spirit of truth. So much so that it was commanded on another book written by Luke, Acts of the Apostles, which really should be titled Acts of the Holy Spirit. They recited it as disciples and being assembled together with them, God commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. But you shall receive power, dunamis power, when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. You receive Christ, and I've, I've shown this illustration before, and I just didn't think of it this morning, but I take a cup and a pitcher of water. And I say the three prepositions in the Greek for the, the way the Holy Spirit moves in, in the life of a human being is he's with you. It means uh, para, alongside, parallel lines. He's with you. So the picture is with you. You're the cup. And then you, you pray to the Lord, you become a temple of the Holy Spirit, and he takes up residence in your life. N is the Greek word, N. It's like in. And I pour the water, and you become a temple of the Holy Spirit. But this third preposition that you see in Acts 1.8, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The word is epi in the Greek, and it means overflowing. And I just keep pouring, and it drips all over the stage, and everyone gets all, especially those who are, yeah, yeah. And they see the water falling, and like, oh, this, this I need to wipe that up. Can I, can I just wipe that up? But you see it. It's like, it's like one of the folks getting baptized. They get out, and they hug somebody, and they get water on them. You, you, you God's, God's spirit is overflowing in your life and it's just saturating everyone around you. And, and there's a real simple question I would ask you. Is that, does that depict your life right now? I know the answer. Which is one of those things where he extends it to us. Why would we not want that? I'll never forget that day at harvest. I'm here today because of that, that ask. You have not because you ask not. And you don't receive because you ask amiss. You, you ask according to the Father's will. It, it's yes and amen, but that only comes with a reality of the Holy Spirit. I was so overwhelmed when that occurred in that room that I just said, God, if, if this is you... And, and you are a dispenser of gifts, I, 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 would, I, I ask you. I held my hands out like receiving a gift. And, and you can call me corny. It, 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 it moved me. I was touched. The Old Testament designation of the third person of the Trinity is found in Psalm 49.11. Also in... Isaiah, he's called the Holy Spirit. It's very common. It's a distinctive quality, a quality of purity, which isn't found in equal degree in the Father and the Son in the sense that it is, it, it, it is his, his station in life. It's descriptive of his attribute peculiar to the, the Spirit, Holy Spirit. He, he is the one who sanctifies. You know what sanctifies means? It's, it's a cool term. 
And I have a great way of describing it. When we lived in San Jose, we were so poor we couldn't pay attention. And we had a dachshund named Tinkerbell. And that dog was, just ate everything in sight. She looked like a sausage on legs. This fat and... And we had a, a plate set aside for her, a Winnie the Pooh plate that had been given to us. And we always put her dog food on that. And she would lick that thing so clean that you could see Winnie the Pooh every time. And, and, and that plate was sanctified to Tinkerbell. It was set apart. It was her plate. We didn't, we didn't have enough money for a bowl. It was her plate. We dropped that dog food in. That He'd be like, oh, dog food again. And I remember Michelle went away on a women's retreat, and I was left with the kids. And I didn't do very well. <laughs> and Kelly, who sings up here often, bless her heart, she wanted some decorum, some order in the house. So she tried to do what mom would do and tried to fix lunch and made sandwiches. And the dishes were piled up because <laughs> I didn't do them. <laughs> and then I went to sit down thinking, how lovely. And my sandwich was on the cleanest plate in the house. <laughs> Tinkerbells. And I said, I, I'm not eating that. She, says, she said, Daddy, I cleaned it. I said, I don't care. I said, that has been sanctified. And I had a theological discussion with my little daughter. That has been sanctified, set apart for Tinkerbell. The, the instruments in the temple that they called sanctified, you know what they were? They were just a bunch of beat up old pots and pans, but they were God's. And you and I are his. We've been purchased with the blood of Christ. We're no longer ours, we're his. And we are sanctified, set apart for his glory, and we're just a bunch of beat up old pots and pans. 